Hello, my friends. It is the 7th of August. And I feel impressed this morning to share some things that the Lord's been showing me. And I was looking in Luke 21 and Matthew 24. And it confirms each other in what it's saying about the end times, what Jesus put forth, what will happen, what signs we'll see. But there's some interesting little clues in it because um, one of them is about the fullness of the Gentiles. And I said before that Really, only God knows when that is fulfilled. (laughs) Um, And since our technology is much more advanced and there's much more availability to get the word out, you know, we're we're probably approaching approaching that fulfillment and. I found it interesting in in the end times ministry on 8-4 said there's a rapid prophetic fulfillments now we're in that progression of revelations 19-10 the testimony of Jesus is prophecy so things are being fulfilled faster and in Daniel he said that everything would be sealed to the end and then he would open up in in time days um, for his last one time move so we're we're in those those advancing times and we need to have our blinders off we need to be you know watching so I looked in further scriptures about this fullness of the Gentiles and Romans 11.25 was um, noted along with that. So I looked that up. Lest you be self-opinionated, wise in your own conceits, I do not want you to miss this hidden truth and mystery, brethren. A hardening insensibility has temporarily befallen a part of Israel to last until the full number of the ingathering of the Gentiles has come in. So, that's another further um, aspect to that fullness of the Gentiles. That he has put a hardening insensibility and temporarily on the brethren of 
part of Israel. Well, we can see a lot of Jewish people not accepting still. And we can see a lot of a, a lot of them that have. And then there is a part of us, the Christian church, as well, as we're grafted in. We're the one new man with Israel, Jew and Gentile, believers. So there's even a part of the Christian faith that has been hardened that has insensibility and and so forth that has uh, been infiltrated by the by the um, enemy and, and twisted the word so there's insensibility in, in part of the behavior of certain Christians that doesn't follow along with the word one of them is the downgrading of the word in Romans that says I'm sorry in First Peter that says that we are to just go blindly with our leaders the people in authority because God put them there. But they don't go into the aspect that if your leaders do evil deeds, then we're supposed to resist them because the Lord Jesus Christ is our ultimate authority. So if they go against the word of of God and do evil, God disdains evil so you're not to follow them blindly and, and and submit you are supposed to resist so see the word is not being totally given forth only a part of it and I have a testimony in that I was in this study for first Peter and I mentioned that when that came up. And I was told I was right, but boy, it was played down. It was played down, and they just like kind of like wanted to skim over it. Oh, we don't want to go there. We don't want to go there. We don't want to preach dissent. You know, oh no, no. So the rest of the Bible study was all about how you submit to authority and nothing in the fashion of what I mentioned. And I thought, okay, okay, this is a dumbed down Christian teaching. Just submit, do what they say, do what they want. Well, God places, yes, rulers and kings, but you have to remember even those rulers and kings that did wrong 
they were they were dealt with and you see that all the way through the Bible God didn't let them do evil and rotten things and you can see that with David and Saul Saul was not exalted by God he he was doing wrong as a king so you know it's it's sad to see but that's why we need to know what's in the word we need to know and our own right and not just believe what's put out there because some of it's not totally right so when I found this in Romans 11:25, it gave more explanation that it's temporary this hardening is temporary and it only lasts until the full number of the ingathering of the Gentiles the fullness the ingathering of the Gentiles now in the Bible it says nations will be against nations nations is also in the Hebrew translated as Gentiles the Gentile nations the Gentiles will be against Gentiles so a lot of times people will read nations okay the nations will be at war with each other no it doesn't translate down as people will be against people so you have to know how things are translated it says room we will see rumors of wars that's when it's talking about nations our countries also universe is translated from the Hebrew roots Bible meaning uttermost parts of the heavens so when you start getting into a word study you get more expanded explanation that helps you um, and then I also looked at Luke 21 Jerusalem when the enemies when you see them surrounded by armies its destruction comes near the sky and the earth the universe the world will pass away so you're you're saying okay the sky and the earth but then the universe that's the heavens so the heavens will pass away 
interesting. That's an interesting statement. If the universe is the uttermost parts of the heavens, So, what is actually meant by that? If he's coming back again to Jerusalem, the earth will pass away the earth as it is now will pass away. What we see and experience now in the physical will pass away. It doesn't mean that the earth is going to be destroyed. He created it. And if he's coming back to it to sit his throne in Jerusalem, for a thousand years reign there has to be something here it's in a different form so the uttermost parts of the universe well he created the universe too so Things will pass away there. Interesting when you really look at it. Then he gave me an interesting statement on the 31st of July. And I'll read it. His word is the expanse of everything so how can we box it in by saying we know what it means as if it can't mean anything more it can mean many things at different times It's never-ending, for God is never-ending. It's ever-moving and speaking throughout the ages. It's alive and prophetic. So if you close it off and shut the door... What are you effectively saying or even doing to his word? He's the expanse of everything. So the meaning has to come from him. And I know I've met, I've read many times the word, maybe one time it'll mean something at the time I'm at or later 
I'll read it again and it'll means it'll bring out something else that I never saw before. And that's the living word. It's alive and active. Because the Lord is the word and he's alive and active. So we can't close the door and say, this scripture means this. Because he could show it to you some other way. And it keeps us wanting to seek out his authority on it. Because everything comes through his authority. Then I wanted to point out something I saw also in, I believe it was Revelations. Yes, Revelations 13. And there's two beasts. I never saw that before. Because we always talk about the beast and the Antichrist. Well, there's actually two beasts. And it mentions that. And then it describes the beast. It has a lion's mouth that speaks with authority. It has a leopard's body that's sleek and cunning. It has, is very stealthy in its actions. It has feet like a bear. And then there's a dragon that gives all the beasts power. Beasts power, plural. And then the second beast causes the mark. So, that was interesting. I found that and saw that differently than I had before. And a lot of people say the dragon is China. And then I got to thinking, I'm from California. I grew up there. And the feet of the bear is interesting. Why like a bear? What do bear's feet do? Well, California 
the symbol flag for California is the bear. So I thought that was kind of interesting how maybe because of the infiltration of China in our governmental system and there's a lot of representatives from California that that go along with China. I don't know. It's just an interesting thought. Don't know that if it has any correlation or not. But it's just kind of interesting that the body of the of the beast is like a leopard which is very sleek and cunning and stealth and we're seeing a lot of sleekish moves and cunning moves and stealthy moves at this hour and a lot of speaking of authority that is not of the Lord so we're kind of seeing a picture here and the word that's what it does it gives you a picture and you have to seek forth even more to have understanding but the two beasts aspect I thought was interesting Out of that, I saw a beast rising. There's actually two. So, wanted to bring that out. Maybe if you wanted to do more study on yourself uh, to find out in your own spirit. Because there's a lot of symbolism. There's a lot of types and symbols in in the word. And you can get books on that. Types and symbols. The, I have one. It's called Interpreting the Symbols and Types by Kevin J. Connor and when I look up bear the symbol of evil cunning cruel man to move slowly the beast A wild beast is a symbol of world, kingdoms, or cruel, devouring, unclean. But then there's one that says a domestic beast is a symbol of 
Christ's sacrifice and the submissions I'm sorry symbol of Christ's sacrifice and the submissiveness of saints and clean animals and it references scripture so it doesn't really talk about it in the way of the Antichrist I talked about when Jerusalem would be surrounded by his armies in the prophetic or symbols and types of what armies is. Symbol of spiritual powers and strength, both good or evil. And then it gives scripture. So there's different ways you can look up what meanings are and the Hebrew has a lot of meanings if you look up in their concordance of what expanded meanings are in the Hebrew so there's many ways you can study as well as pray to the Lord for the understanding So it brings me to another point that I want to point out and I found today actually. It's by Eric Burden. He has a YouTube channel. And we're coming into the year of 57 82 on the biblical calendar in September and it is the year of the strengthened ox so we, when we transfer into that year Rosh Hashanah or the Feast of Trumpets it is divine It's divine strength that the Lord is going to empower us with because we're his tabernacle, which he mentions in Numbers 7, 1 through 5. So we'll have strength and power through him It's divine government to carry on in his habitation. And it goes he goes a lot into the ox, the symbol of ox, and in Numbers seven, one through five, it talks about the tabernacle and 
there were leaders that gave offerings and there were six wagons and 12 oxen. So basically it's talking about man's power and divine government order and that this year he's going to place his habitation over us so that we can plow new ground and we'll have a special grace in that because we're the tabernacle of the Lord and we hold his territory of glory. So we we can't carry it on ourselves in our own power. And he will bestow this on his people who are yielded. And know that they can't do it on their own power. So there'll be greater revelation and So it goes along with a lot of what I've heard this last year. And he has to be able to do something before his one one last great move. I mean, he, he is preparing that. He's preparing the way for that. And yes, we're seeing a lot of evil rise up at this point. And we will continue until he moves. So when you're seeing so much rise up in the evil, you know that he's he's near. So the website for this guy is... the letter G breaker.org if you want to look him up he goes into a lot of the Hebrew aspects of the word and uh, so I wanted to bring that forth because it is about his the Lord's calendar it it's always been about the Lord's calendar and that's one of the pieces that's missing out of the Christian church that the Jewish factor was taken you know nonchalantly it's not not ever really been taught in mainstream church and people are unaware and and it's just a dumbed down church because they wanted to create their own church out of man's power and have subservient people to them, not to God. And I always remember when I was first Christian, you know, you have to do your own research. You have to seek and study on your own. And a lot of times people in our day and age, you know, They either don't want to or don't have the time or, 
You know, they just want to go to church and hear a message. And then go on. Because their lives are busy. And I can't say that I didn't fall into that myself when I was first a Christian. Because I didn't know. But God put people in my life that were showing something different. They were behaving and acting differently. And so I had mentors. And then God, you know, did what he did in my life. And I just was sold out. He, he revealed himself to me. And, you know, I, I thank him for all that he's done for me. Because my life would have been different if he hadn't come in that strong. So I did seek on my own. And then he routed me in the path of the Hebrew roots to have understanding of what that was. I got a lot of flack from regular Christians saying, oh, you just want to be Jewish. No. No. It isn't. And it isn't putting myself under the law or anything. It's the Old and New Testament together with the understanding that Jesus fulfilled the law. So we, just because you know Hebrew roots doesn't mean that you're placing the law on yourself. No. You can, I suppose, if you want to. But if you believe both in the New and Old Testament, then, you know, I guess it's your choice. But um, recognizing the feast isn't putting yourself under the law either because he commanded it, that it be observed. It's not a it's not a Jewish man-made law. It's it's God's request that it be acknowledged. And to know his calendar, his timetable. Because you can see things in a different light and it gives you that expansion that you need so things are going to start to change on the biblical calendar here at Rosh Hashanah the feast of the trumpets and the new year And that's good to know. We're not too far off from it. So just as we are seeing a dividing line, even in the church, he's clearing away of the year of the habitation. 
the ones that he will inhabit. In Psalms 91, I make him my most high habitation. This is the year when you'll have to, because you won't be able to do everything in your power. So a dividing line is coming. If it hasn't already started already, (laughs) we have a lot of churches with different opinions. So you're seeing it. And you're seeing, going to see a lot. Even so in the coming months. I saw an article on a YouTube channel that said the Atlantic Ocean currents are weakening. We're seeing societies around the world weakening. And we are seeing the rise of the Antichrist system, the evil. And we're seeing a lot happening in Israel. They're trying to impose more lockdowns, green passes, everything. And the armies that surround Israel are ramping up again. Hezbollah from Lebanon shot off rockets in northern Israel. Hamas in the Gaza. Iran shooting at tankers, Israeli tankers. You know, things are happening. A lot of internal things going on, strife-wise. Against their own people. We're seeing that here. We're seeing a government that wants to rule. Even though we have individual states, that have a say on what happens. And we have governors suing the federal government, the federal government suing the states. You know, we have internal stuff that we've never seen before. We have the federal government telling a governor he can't do that. 
when he's in his own state making decisions for that state. So it's a it's a battle. A battle for this country. The seizure of this country. A lot of people don't want to say that. A lot of people want to say, oh, it's going to pass. People were not in that time. And if you aren't seeing it yet, then you're complacent. You see people in other countries in an uproar. So, I'm just saying, there's things that are happening that we need to pay attention to. And we need to watch and be ready. I don't know how far it's going to go before the switch is pulled either way. But we have Congress fighting against Congress. They're fighting just to even operate within themselves. One side has to wear masks and the other side doesn't. You know, it's it's a constant chaos. It's dividing and tearing down. Dividing and tearing down. And yes, what is the definition of evil? It's insanity. (laughs) And we're seeing it all about us, everywhere. So we need people to wake up. We need people to pray. Pray Psalm 64 until Rosh Hashanah. Get involved, even at that level, because prayer knows no bounds and it goes straight to heaven. Do what you can in your own space. Because the earth and the heavens are going to pass away. That's the word and it will accomplish what it has spoken. So I want to be where I have life. Life eternal. I don't want to go into the expansion of nothing. I'd want to go into the expansion of life. 
God of the heavens. Because he has the total plan of how all that's going to work at the end. We just have a glimpse. And we're seeing a lot of glimpses right now that don't look good. Oh, and they did mention that if the currents of the Atlantic stop, the Earth's in for a big, big problem. Like towards Ice Age aspects, cold, everything. Because the currents of the ocean and the warm water coming up from the Gulf into the currents of the Atlantic. It all affects weather. So, you know, is our physical aspect here in our society paralleling, paralleling with the physical things of the earth. Gotta wonder. The breakdown of our society, our freedoms and our liberties and our and our rights are being attacked. Your right to say no. Your right to privacy. your right to liberty and freedom. Are all being attacked. I went to the doctor's office. Of course, they're still requiring masks. So, you know, I have to put one on before I go in. Then she asked me, do you have any COVID symptoms? Have you ever had any COVID symptoms? Have you been around anybody in COVID COVID symptoms? Have you traveled and, you know, excuse me. It's no. You know, like, why do they have to ask all those questions? just to get in the building. It's all fear-based. So I'm going to end this now and say... Bless and keep safe. And expand your mind. And look to the Lord. For He's your safety, 
provision and protection. And I speak that the angels be around you, warfaring for you and guarding you, each and every one, everywhere. God bless.